Good morning, everybody. Happy Mother's Day, Jan. We love you. Have a great day. A blessed, a blessed day. <laughs> Yeah. Jan's family's in town and they're taking her out for Mother's Day. So, yeah. Good morning on um, our podcast. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day weekend. And good morning on Facebook online. Not yet. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Your birthday's on Monday? <laughs> Thanks for telling us. Good one. Really? <laughs> Let's just start by singing happy birthday to Ron. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ron. Happy birthday to you. And many more. All the gifts go to the moms on Mother's Day weekend. If you have a birthday, your gift's going to the moms. <laughs> we love you guys. Happy Saturday, everyone. Come on, son. Come back out. We like the sun. <laughs> Amen. Are we good? Hello online. Thank you for tuning in to our message this week. Happy Saturday to you as well, wherever you're watching from. And let's just open up and uh, agree in a word of prayer, if we can, for uh, Dinah Kemagisa. She's with God's Desire Ministries in Uganda with the orphanage we support out here. We support them. And uh, she's been suffering from some sickness for the last couple of days, pretty severe. And then two of her orphan uh, children that she takes care of were suffering as well. So let's just lift up, up in prayer in the name of Jesus. Father, we cover them in the blood. We thank you that they're healed, that they're healthy from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. And we give you all the praises for your healing anointing. For where two or three agree on anything, you said, it will be done for them. Where two or three touch on anything on the earth, it shall be done for them. Thank you for the prayer of agreement established here today, that it goes forth and you exercise your word and perform it. In the precious name of Jesus. If you agree that, say amen. 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 Thanks for doing that. Amen. Okay, um, let's just look at Second Chronicles real fast. Second Chronicles, if you want to just put your eyes on here with me. Second Chronicles 14. Sorry, Second Chronicles 7:14. And you should probably know this verse. It says, If my people who are called by my name, say I'm called by his name. So this isn't a message to the world, it's a message to us as church. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. This is churchgoers, amen? These are, these are the people of God and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and what? And heal their land. So the responsibility of the United States is right on us. Amen. Healing for this nation, healing for the world, healing for the earth is uh, the sole responsibility of the church, this verse says. It says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Amen. So the salvation of the world's up to us now. The healing of the world is now on our shoulders because of Jesus. Amen. We are occupying until he comes. We are hearing his said, and he has given us his great commission in Mark. 
that says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, making disciples of all nations. So that's up to us. Salvation's been freely given to the whole world. And now we have the ministry of reconciliation because of Jesus. Isn't it a blessed thing to be in the kingdom of God? <laughs> to have the love of God shed abroad in our hearts through the Holy Ghost? Amen. I just love walking through life and just knowing that the love of God's right here in my spirit, ready to pounce on anybody. Anyone who's lost, God's ready for them to be found. Amen. And to love them into the kingdom. The world needs the love. And I believe this is a year of healing and restoration because we have prayed. The White House was praying before President Trump left office on a short little trip. <laughs> He'll be back. He took a little vacation, but... <laughs> and that fake president who's in there now. It's kind of like a circus, if you will. But um, that's okay, because it's not up to him, the Bible says. The Bible says it's up to us, his people, to pray, and he'll heal the land no matter who's in charge. No matter who's your president in your nation, no matter who's your dictator in your nation, it, it ain't up to them. It's up to the people of God in your nation to pray for God to heal their land. And God can use anyone at any time. He used a jackass. He spoke through a jackass in the Old Testament. Amen? He can speak through any, anyone. Amen? <laughs> so praise God forevermore. God is in the midst of healing our land and restoring it because of the, praise of, because of the prayers and the praises of his people who have humbled themselves to seek his face and pray. There has been a lot of prayer gone up. And America is still the leading nation in preaching the gospel. If you combine all the nations in the world, it still doesn't touch the gospel that's come out of America. We have more preachers, more pastors, more word, more missionaries going forth from this nation than every other nation combined still. Isn't that amazing? So God will never turn his back on his nation. We are still his people. We're still his bunch. <laughs> the blood of Jesus flows freely through this nation. Amen. A nation founded for him. So praise God forevermore that God is healing our land. Say thank you, Father, for healing our land. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praises for rest and restoration this year. In Jesus' name, amen. So the Lord just gave me that verse before the service. But go with me to Deuteronomy 28, if you will. And I just want to touch on redemption today. Redemption. You are redeemed. Amen? amen. Deuteronomy 28 is the, the blessing of the law by keeping his word, but it's also the curse of the law by not keeping his word. And we're, I'm just going to read through the curse. You know, I've read the blessing many times. But we have two passages today, Deuteronomy 28. We'll start in verse 15 and Galatians 3.13. And we'll end up there. But Deuteronomy 28.15 says this, and we're going to read through this curse. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city, and cursed shall you be in the country. That's good preaching, Eli. <laughs> I would never listen to this, you know. <laughs> I've always stayed on the blessing side. But it's important to, for us to know what we're redeemed of, what we're redeemed from. And you are redeemed from this curse of the law. So it's good to know what you're redeemed from. Because Satan will say, no, you're not redeemed from that, when in fact it's right here, it is written in blood now, that you are redeemed from it. So he'll try to come on you with the things listed here, and you just give him Galatians 3.13, which we'll end with. Amen? So praise God. This is everything. 
we have been redeemed from. Cursed shall you be in the city, cursed shall you be in the country. So you just flip that and say the opposite. Now you're blessed in the city, blessed in the country, right? Cursed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Cursed shall be the fruit of your body and the produce of your land, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Cursed shall you be when you come out, and cursed shall you be when you go in. The Lord will permit, that's not send, that's, a, that's allowing. King James translators got that wrong. Another one. The Lord will permit or allow on you cursing. It's up to you, not God. Confusion and rebuke in all that you set your hand to until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly because of the wickedness of your doings in which you have forsaken me. The Lord will make the plague cling to you until he has consumed you from the land which you are going to possess. The Lord will strike you with consumption, with fever, with inflammation. Notice inflammation and fevers are under the curse of the law which you're redeemed from. Did you get that? Amen, we ought never, ever, ever have a fever. Hallelujah. Fevers are under the curse. Inflammation is under the curse. With severe, severe burning fever, a hot fever, under the curse. With the sword, with scorching, and with mildew. They shall pursue you until you perish. Your enemies overtaking you are under the curse. And your heavens which are over your head shall be bronze, and the earth which is under you shall be iron. The Lord will change the rain of your land to powder and dust. From the heaven it shall come down on you until you are destroyed. Destruction is under the curse. The Lord will cause, that word cause is allowed. The Lord will allow you to be defeated before your enemies. You shall go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. And you shall become troublesome to all the kingdoms of the earth. Your carcasses shall be food for all the birds of the air. Death is under the curse. And the beasts of the earth and no one shall frighten them away. The Lord will strike you or allow you to have boils. Boils are under the curse of Egypt. Get this, tumors. I've seen Christians have tumors. Well, they're redeemed from tumors. It says it right here. Tumors are under the curse of the law. Amen. Tumors, scabs, itching, rashes are under the curse of the law. You ought not to have rashes either, from which you cannot be healed. Confusion of heart. That literally means heart attacks. Heart attacks are under the curse of the law. Strokes and heart attacks are right here under the curse of the law, which you are redeemed from. And you shall grope at noonday as a blind man gropes in darkness. You shall not prosper in your ways. Anti-prosperity is under the curse. The flip side of that is you prosper in all your ways. You shall be only oppressed. Oppressions under the curse. Plundered continually. The thieves allowed in under the curse. And no one shall save you, no savior, under the curse. You shall betroth a wife, but a mother man shall lie with her, under the curse. Adultery is under the curse. You shall build a house, but you shall not dwell in it. <laughs> Overworking's under the curse. <laughs> not enjoying your property, your stuff. You shall plant a vineyard, but shall not gather its grapes. No harvest is under the curse. Your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes, but you shall not eat of it. Your donkey shall be violently taken away from before you and shall not be restored to you. Anti-restoration is under the curse. The opposite of the curse is blessing, and that is the normality of life. You were created to be blessed. Amen? Hallelujah. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies, your business or what you put your hand to, your livelihood, and you shall have no one to rescue them. Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another people, and... You shall, your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all day long. Get that? Kidnapping is under the curse. 
If you're a Christian, Satan does not have access to your children. Kidnapping is under the curse. And there shall be no strength in your hand. Lack of strength is under the curse. A nation whom you have not known shall eat the fruit of your land and the produce of your labor. You're working for other people. You're the tail, not the head. And you shall be only oppressed and crushed continually under the curse. So you shall be driven mad because of the sight which your eyes see. The Lord will allow you to be stricken in the knees and on the legs with severe boils, which cannot be healed, and from the sole of your foot to the top of your head. Notice disease from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Every inch is under the curse. The Lord will bring you and the king who you set, who set over you a nation, which neither you nor your fathers have known, and there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone. Idolatry is under the curse. And you shall become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations where the Lord will allow you to be driven away. You shall carry much seed out to the field, but l gather little in. Not reaping an abundant harvest from sowing much is under the curse. For the locust shall consume it. You shall plant vineyards and tend them, but you shall neither drink of the wine nor grapes, nor gather of the grapes. For the worms shall eat them. You shall have olive trees throughout all your territory, but you shall not anoint yourself with the oil, for your olives shall drop off. Everything you plant shall prosper. You shall begat sons and daughters, but they shall not be yours, for they shall go into captivity. Locusts shall con consume all your trees and the produce of your land under the curse. The alien who is among you shall rise higher and higher above you, and you shall come lower and lower under the curse. He shall lend to you, but you shall not lend to him. He shall be the head, and you shall be the tail, controlling the wealth. The, wealth, uh, the wicked controlling the wealth is under the curse. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon you and pursue and overtake you until you are destroyed, because you did not obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded you. And they shall be upon you for a sign and a wonder and on your descendants forever, because you did not serve the Lord your God with joy and gladness of heart, for the abundance of everything. Therefore you shall serve your enemies, whom the Lord will send against you in hunger, in thirst, in nakedness, and in need of everything. Get that? Not having your necessities met is under the curse. And he will put a yoke of iron on your neck until he has destroyed you. A heavy burden is under the curse. The Lord will bring a nation against you from afar, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flies, as the eagle flies, a nation whose language you will not understand, a nation of fierce countenance, uh, protection for predators and enemies, and, and war, that's under the blessing, War is actually under the curse, it says here. A nation of fierce countenance, which does not respect the elderly, nor show favor to the young. And they shall eat the increase of your livestock and the produce of your land until you are destroyed. They shall not leave you grain, nor new wine, or oil, or the increase of your cattle, or the offspring of your flocks, until they have destroyed you. They shall besiege you at all your gates, until your high and fortified walls, in which you trust, come down throughout all your land. And they shall besiege you at all your gates throughout all the land which the Lord your God has given you. You shall eat the fruit of your own body, even cooking up your own children, ugh, under the curse. The flesh of your sons and your daughters, whom the Lord, abortion, is under the curse, whom the Lord your God has given you in the siege and, des and desperate straits in which your enemy shall distress you. 
The sensitive and very refined man among you will be hostile toward his brother, toward the wife of his bosom, and toward the rest of his children whom he leaves behind. Angers under the curse, so that he will not give any of the flesh of his children whom he will eat, because he has left nothing in the siege and desperate straits in which your enemy shall distress you at all your gates. The tender and delicate woman among you who would not venture to set the sole of her foot on the ground because of her delicateness and sensitivity will refuse to the husband of her bosom and to her son and her daughter. Her placentia which comes out from between her feet and her children whom she bears for she will eat them secretly for lack of everything in the siege and desperate straits in which your enemy shall distress you at all your gates. You know, we can look at other nations and clearly see that going on today. Why? Because they're still under the curse of the law. If you do not carefully observe all the words of this law that are written in the book, that you may fear this glorious and awesome name, the Lord your God, Yahshua, then the Lord will bring upon you and your descendants extraordinary plagues, every plague's under the curse, great and prolonged plagues, prolonged sicknesses are under the curse, and serious and prolonged sicknesses. Chronic illness and chronic disease are all under the curse of the law, we see. Moreover, he will bring back on you all the diseases of Egypt of which you were afraid, and they shall cling to you. Also, every sickness, get this verse, verse 61, every sickness and every plague which is not written in this book of the law will the Lord allow upon you until you are destroyed. Get that. Every sickness and every single disease known to man or that will be known to man is under the curse of the law. Everyone. From the flu to the swine flu to COVID-19, I don't care what it is. He says every sickness and plague not mentioned here is under the curse of the law. You shall be left few in number, whereas you are of the stars of heaven in multitude, because you would not obey the voice of the Lord your God. And it shall be that just as the Lord rejoiced over you to do you good and multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and bring you to nothing. <laughs> we know that's not the Lord, right? We know he only uplifts. We know that's the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy the devil, Jesus said. So he is the destroyer. He is the cursee, who is now the curser. Amen. We are redeemed from this curse. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it shall be that just as the Lord rejoiced over and da 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 ba will rejoice over and destroy you, bring you to nothing, and you shall be plucked off from the land which you still go to possess. During all this, they're still moving forward. <laughs> still going to possess their promised land. Amen. Then the Lord will scatter you among all peoples from the end of the earth to the other, and there you shall serve other gods, which neither you nor your fathers have known, wood and stone. How many religions serve wood and stone? Dead idols who don't speak, don't love, can't provide, can't heal. They're under the curse. Wood and stone. And among those nations you shall find no rest. No rest is under the curse. Nor shall the sole of your feet have a resting place. Notice that rest is of the blessing. But there the Lord will give you a trembling heart. That word trembling heart is again heart attacks. Failing eyes are under the curse of the law. Poor diminished eyesight, that's under the curse. It says of Moses, his natural forces weren't abated and his eyesight was not diminished at 120 years old. Amen. 
failing eyes and anguish of soul. You should not be anguishing in your soul. You should not be moved by your emotions. That's under the curse. Your life shall hang in doubt. Doubt is under the curse. Before you, you shall fear. Fear is under the curse. Day and night and have no assurance of life. No hope is under the curse of the law. In the morning you shall say, Oh, that it were evening. And at evening you shall say, Oh, that it were morning. Because of the fear which terrifies your heart. Again, that's heart attacks. And because of the sight which your eyes see. Say, I'm redeemed from heart attacks. I'll never have a heart attack as long as I live. Say, my heart's in perfect health. I am redeemed from this curse. It has been signed, sealed, and delivered to me through the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. See, you have to know what you're redeemed from so the devil can't put it on you. You have to know your rights and privileges and use it against him as a sword. The Word of God is our sword, cutting asunder even to the division of soul and spirit. Amen? You should know your thoughts from God's thoughts, that means. Amen. And the Lord will take you back to Egypt in ships. Slavery is under the curse. By the way of which I said to you, you shall never see it again. And there you shall be offered for sale to your enemies as male and female slaves, but no one will even buy you. <laughs> Take that! <laughs> not only slavery, but you're not even going to be a slave. You, no one's even going to buy you. You're like even worse than a slave, he means there. That is under the curse, amen? Not accepted, outcast, enslavement is all under the curse of the law. God has his arms open to welcome you into his family of love. Everyone you see on the street, we're called to the outcasts. I've realized that. We've preached in prisons. I see someone with tattoos. I just want to go up and save them and minister to them. Amen? We are called to the outcasts. I just have a heart for them. Amen? God's always chosen the outcasts. You look through the Bible, you look at Elijah and John the Baptist, they were nuts. <laughs> but they were two of the biggest prophets that ever lived. God specializes in the outcasts. Look around you. <laughs> Amen? We were outcast, now we're casted in. Amen? Forever. He specializes in the outcast. He picks people that we normally wouldn't. Look at Paul the Apostle. Confronted him, killing Christians. Made him the greatest Christian who's ever lived. God specializes in outcasts. Now go with me to Galatians 3 so we can wrap this up here. Every word you hear God cause is translated incorrectly in the Old Testament. God does not cause sickness and disease, death, or any kind of that. He has redeemed us from the curse of the laws. We'll read right here. He purchased you out of it through the shed blood of his son. What a high price. What a great price for you to be redeemed from itches. Amen. And fevers. And every sickness and every plague and every disease through the shed blood of his son, Jesus Christ. What a work. Amen. What a sacrifice. Gave his own son for you to be healed. Amen. Galatians 3.13 says, Christ has redeemed us. That means to purchase out of from the curse of the law. We just read the curse of the law. Get this in your spirit. Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law in its entirety. We ought never to have a fever. If fever tries to come on us, which the curse said it'll try to cling to you, we use the word, nope, 
Not today, Satan. I'm redeemed from the curse of fever. If you start to have a heart attack, our neighbor started having a heart attack the other day. And I caught him and went out there and prayed with him. And he started talking like normal right when I laid hands on him. And his wife came over the next day and said, thank you for praying for him. He knew, he, he said, that set him up for the hospital. He knew God was with him when he went into that hospital. Came, day in two, came home in two days, had a party in his backyard. Nothing changed. Like it never even happened. Amen. You're redeemed from heart attacks. Amen. Yeah, never, never, ever, ever, ever have a heart attack. Amen. We are redeemed from the curse of the law. You start to get fearful or a trembling heart. No, that's under the curse, devil. You can't put that on me. I'm redeemed from this. You can't touch me. Look, it is written. Isn't that how Jesus chased off the devil? Yes. He said, it is written. No, no, no. You can't put that on me. You can't tempt me. It is written. So this is spiritual law that lasts forever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but he said his word will never pass away. You can use this against the devil as long as you're on the earth. Because when you're out of here, you won't going to have a devil problem. You only need this for here. You only need the word for an adversary. Amen? Praise God forevermore. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become the curse, is literal. The curse. He took everything we just read upon himself. That's why he started sweating great drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane. The curse of the law started to come upon Jesus, and he sweated blood. Every sickness, every disease, COVID 5,223, whatever, was placed on him already for all time, for everyone, forever, signed, sealed, and delivered. Amen. This curse came upon him. He was literally made the curse for us. So you don't have to bear it. Christ has redeemed us from this curse of the law, having become the curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree. So that, verse 14, so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So we just got bought out of the curse of the law, everything we read, so that the blessing of Abraham, go back with me to Deuteronomy 28, might come upon us. So this is what you're to expect. Deuteronomy 28.1. Now it will come to pass. Say now. Yeah. Now it shall come to pass because of what Jesus did. Because of what Jesus did. Amen. Amen. That all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Say, I'm overtaken with blessings today. Because of what Jesus already did. Amen. It's a finished work. Yes. And say, I'm in it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Say, I'm in his finished work. I'm the work of his hands. No evil shall befall me, nor shall any plague come near my body. COVID, I rebuke you. Flu, I rebuke you. Sickness, I rebuke you. You can never cling to me. I'm the property of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. His blood covers me entirely from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I am cleansed, healed, and delivered. Say, I'm not without a Savior. 
I'm, I'm under the blessing, not the curse. Say, I'm not without a healer. I'm under the blessing, not the curse. Now say, thank you, Jesus. And we give you praises, Lord. <laughs> for your finished sacrifice for all time, for all men, forever. Thank you that we've been grafted into it. Hallelujah. So good to be healed. So good to be free. So good to be redeemed from the curse of the law. Thank you for what you did. We give you all the glory, all the praises, not of works lest any man should boast, but all through your grace and love. Thank you, Lord. You freely gave. I freely received. In Jesus' name. Amen. All these blessings shall come on you and overtake you because of what Jesus did. Blessed shall you be in the city. Blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. This word blessed literally means in Hebrew empowered to prosper. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. Just lift one hand to heaven and say this with me. We plead the blessing over the United States. <laughs> Satan, get. Get your hand off our White House. In Jesus' name. Amen. We're the ones that plead the blessing. We're the ones that spread the blessing. We're in covenant. Hallelujah. Blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you, blessed ones, to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord himself will command the blessing on you. On you. Say on me. On me. Say the blessings on me everywhere I go. <laughs> in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. You want your kids to serve the Lord? Start laying hands on them more often. And in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. Just as he's sworn to you, if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways and receive his way, the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus Christ. Then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord. Everyone since the United States was birthed has looked to us as the supreme power in the earth. Everyone has looked to the United States and has called us blessed. It says it right here. All the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord and that the blessing rests upon you. They shall be afraid of you and the Lord will grant you plenty of goods, having plenties under the blessing. In the fruit of your body, plenty of children under the blessing. In the increase of your livestock, don't let Satan tell you you can't have kids if you're a Christian. You've been changed. Your DNA has been changed. You can have kids according to God. Don't let man ever, ever, ever talk you out of what God says. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body. In the increase of your livestock, everything you do will multiply and grow. Just wait on God. Amen? And in the produce of your ground, 
in the land of which, how many businesses have you seen started in the United States? I have seen a ton. We are the business inventors of the world, amen? The entrepreneurs of the world. I've been around the company of some of the greatest businesses, the biggest businesses, just in the state of California alone, and it's amazed me how God literally takes nothing and creates something, and just it just keeps multiplying and multiplying. Well, that's the blessing they're under. Amen? Hallelujah. People know from other nations, come to America, start a business. It will grow. Why do they know that? That's the blessing. It's just what it does. It multiplies everything it touches. Everything you touch shall multiply. Why? Because the blessing's on you permanently. You can't fail. You cannot fail. <laughs> the only way you can fail is if you quit. Then the devil knows that. But if you don't quit, you won't fail ever. The blessing's commanded on you. You've been commanded to multiply, and God can't change himself or his word. Whatever you touch will continue to grow and prosper. Amen? Then you'll flourish. Start something. You just have to start, and God will multiply it. Amen? Give something to God, God will multiply it. Amen. In the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you, give you, give you, give you. He swore this to you and to Abraham to give you your land. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land. Notice how much of a giver God is. To give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. Say, all the work of my hand, work of my hand. has been commanded to be empowered to prosper. It's not up to me. It is written. It's finished. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and receive my son Jesus Christ. It's a package deal. Serving Jesus, receiving Jesus, and serving Him all the days of your life. Prosperity is in this word more than any other subject. He wants you to prosper in every area of your life, head to toe, in every account, in every endeavor, in every relationship, in everything you do, and you're going out, and you're coming in, and you're down sitting, and then you're uprising. He wants you to prosper more than any other thing. Third John 2, Beloved, I wish above all things, God says, that you prosper today and be in health, even as your soul has prospered through hearing my word. Amen. Amen. And faith rises and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Thank you, Lord, that faith has arisen in this place Hallelujah. and that we can go out and act on it in Jesus' precious name and see supernatural results through a supernatural father, through a supernatural weapon and tool called faith in which you gave us freely. Thank you, Lord, that we're walking out our faith step by step. And we'll get faith results because we're walking by faith and not by sight. We're not going to get natural sight results. We get supernatural results faith results from a big, big father.
because we're walking it out by faith and not by sight. And you called us, you're just, to live by faith. Not by sight or feelings or emotions or any such thing. But to walk through the Word. The living Word. Having whatever it says. Thank you, Lord, for developing faith. Growing faith. From taking us from faith to greater faith. Because everything you touch multiplies. And from glory to glory because everything you touch multiplies we give you all the praises for every promise that's been purchased now through the shed blood of Jesus say thank you that I'm healed thank you that I'm well thank you that my children serve you thank you for the generations of faith that have gone before us, created this nation in faith. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you. Thank you for all you do. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll just give them some praises. Thank you. Thank you for this nation. Thank you for our freedom. That we can freely speak the word. Thank you for this nation. Thank you for your people. Thank you for unity in the church. That we're all coming into agreement against the adversary, against the enemy, who shall not last or house shall not have the final say in our nation. Thank you for the rebirth of America. Thank you. Call it out by faith and see great victory and see great days ahead. Because everything in this earth and world was created by faith. Not nothing, by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. If you believe a thing, that's the foundation. You're going to have it. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone sick at home or in their bodies, just raise your hand to heaven, and the Lord will touch it. One touch from heaven can change your entire frame, change your entire being. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, casting out devils and healing everywhere he went. He's the same Jesus who's alive today. Thank you, Jesus, for a fresh touch, for a fresh anointing in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, who you sent to earth, the comforter, God on earth. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for dwelling in our midst, 
for living inside of us and for coming upon us and anointing us for service. Thank you, Jesus, for a fresh anointing to serve, a fresh anointing to reach the lost and bring them into this family of love where they can be loved on and nourished. We love on them and we love them into the kingdom. Thank you for sending us, your saints, your sent ones. Send us to someone this week to minister life to, to minister hope to, to minister healing and daily bread to. Everything we touch prospers. Allow them to let us touch them, that that blessing may come on them and overtake them. We give you all the praises for it. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day weekend, everyone. We love you guys. Without mothers, well, all the guys wouldn't be here. <laughs> and neither would Jesus. <laughs> Without Mary, Jesus couldn't have come. Amen. So thank you, thank you. What were you saying? Okay, and we have roses for all the moms in the back. So thank you for coming out. Uh, we're going to take up an offering if you like to give. We'll bless you, and we thank you for partnering with us. We love you guys, and thank you for supporting this ministry and the Word of God. Amen. God is so, so faithful and so, so good. And so are you, and we love you, so thank you. <laughs> bless everybody. Have a great Mother's Day weekend. All right, we love you guys. Bye for now.